I found myself earlier this week dealing with losing patience and actually becoming angry. And that is something that all of us humans do at various times. And I think we all have our uh, times when it just, it all gets to be too much. And by nature, I am the kind of person who, for the most part, is fairly what's referred to as long-suffering. Or the other uh, term for this is that I have, emotionally speaking, I have a, a, a fairly long fuse. So that, you know, I can... I have the ability to hold it together to a certain degree, but every, you know, like everyone, I have my point of no return. I get to the point where I hit the wall and there's going to be an angry outburst of some sort. There's going to be some way that I'm going to, uh, you know, be able to, uh, you know, vent whatever anger it is that I'm feeling anger and frustration, I guess I should say. And I, I hadn't thought about this in quite a while as far as how mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice can help with this. And again, just like it, 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 you, you can't make anything necessarily go away or we can't force ourselves to stop doing any, you know, anything in particular, uh, we can't really brute force those behavioral changes always. Uh, I don't want to say that never can happen, but I know in my own experiences, the more that I try not to do something, the more that I will find myself doing it. And it's only because of the fact that I am focusing on it so much that it just makes it easier. My, you know, I think our brains are wired to a certain degree that whatever we're focusing on, it makes it, if it's a behavior we're trying to stop, it gets more difficult to do so. So getting back to where I was earlier this week, it's been some time. And there again, I don't want to say that there's anything extraordinary or special about that. Uh, I clearly have times where there, I am definitely losing patience. I may not always end up uh, expressing it in, 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 in a way of anger. I may not always yell or you know talk, speak harshly to someone. But it, it, there are more subtle ways of showing frustration and anger, and, I, and I've certainly been prone to doing that as well. This is, and this actually comes to mind. There was there was two different times recently where this has happened, and the other one I don't remember exactly. It's been within probably the last couple of months, but I want to talk about the more recent one first and kind of break this apart a little bit to take a deeper look at what really happens when we begin to lose patience and we begin to be frustrated and we begin to begin to be emotionally upset. And then there is anger, and then we vent in some way. And it's usually verbal. Uh, it could also be nonverbal. It could also be the opposite of that. I could actually give someone what I refer to as the silent treatment and not say anything at all. So it's uh, it just there's different ways of expressing anger. And withdrawal, that is another one. Just, you know, withdrawing from communicating with a specific person or a group of people. So earlier this week, I was dealing with some construction issues near and around my home and there they were tearing up the street literally removing you know tearing up the cement and uh, putting in new cement you know all over the neighborhood and they were doing this at different parts of the neighborhood over the last month or so and there have been and it's like all things in life there are times when we have various inconveniences and I generally for the most part am able to roll with that in a in a, in a fairly good way 
there were some definite times over the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks, where I was definitely feeling some sense of frustration, but I did not, it did not get to the point that I felt like I was going to become, you know, angry or overly frustrated to the point that there was going to be an angry outburst of some sort. And, you know, it could be directed towards a number of different people. And I also realized, too, that in terms of frustration and anger and losing our patience, that even though things are peripheral to us, sometimes that can cause that. But the more directly it affects us, I think there's more of a tendency to become angry if we are somehow experiencing some sort of difficulty or a loss of something. So over the last several weeks, I have become, and there again, I, I want to share this because it, you know while it is, uh, it doesn't make me proud to share this. I do want to be completely open and transparent and completely vulnerable and admit that there was a you know there was a behavior that was exhibited that I'm not proud of, and I'm, and I'm going to be completely frank about that. So over the past several weeks, you know, there's been the same construction crew that has been in and around you know where I live. And it's gotten to a point where there have been various times where I've said hello to these to different people, and there's some level of familiarity. You see someone working, you know, in and around you every day. There's a tendency to have, you know, some dialogue with them, and that's all been great. And at the same time, I think there were a few, you know, early on in the process, there were a few jokes exchanged back and forth in terms of, you know, what you know what a pain this was in terms of having to move the car. Sometimes, you know, I had to park on one side of the street, sometimes on the other. And it, it's kind of intensified over the last couple of weeks. And so there had been some laughs and some smiles with these guys. And I know at the end of the day, they're just doing their job. They're just, just like I am. I do what I do. And I know I'm sure there's times where whatever I'm doing sometimes interferes with something that someone's doing or needing to do where maybe they feel a certain sense of frustration or they're losing patience with me. And uh, it doesn't have to be personal, but sometimes we make it personal. And I think that's really, that's kind of coming up in the moment. I didn't really intend to say that, but I think that really is a key part of this, that it really does begin to be very personal. You know, people, if they are inconveniencing us in some ways, they, you know, they may not care if they are or not, but I, I don't want to assume that they don't care. And I know these guys and I had talked, various uh, members of this crew, and, you know, they had expressed some apologies about, you know, the inconvenience and things that it was causing. And I'm sure they deal with this all the time. So I find that one day I return home from work and the street is torn up in a way and there again, this is nothing personal. This has nothing to do with me as a human being or as a person. It's just these guys are doing what they are being paid to do. And I found myself in a position where I had to park about four or five blocks away. That doesn't sound like much, and it really isn't much. There's really nothing wrong with walking four or five blocks instead of being able to park in my driveway. I mean, if I look at this rationally, it's really not a big deal. It really should not be a big deal. But this particular day was, it was, in fact, it was on a Monday. It was this past Monday, to be exact. And that's kind of another discussion. I sometimes, on Mondays, will make things harder than they have to be. And there again, from a mindfulness standpoint, I'm aware when I'm doing it generally. But in this particular day, I was kind of letting things kind of pile on, so to speak. So my psychic load was a little heavier than it usually is. So, and I also had a physical load to carry. I had quite a few things from the office. 
Um, so I, you know, both hands were full. There was a lot of coordinating things. And this sounds so ridiculous. That sounds so silly to, to share what I'm getting ready to share. So I, I'm kind of struggling. There had been some winter weather outside, nothing catastrophic. And I am really not happy about the fact that I'm having to park this far away. And there again, I'm free, I will freely admit this is ridiculous that I am upset about this. I admit it. But what's important about this is, and it's not so much to go on about how ridiculous I was acting in my own opinion, it is that from a mindfulness standpoint, we're human. Sometimes we're going to do things like this. And I could feel myself, I had, you know, the the, pay, the, the losing patience thing had been happening for, for weeks. It was getting, you know, the patience with the situation, with what was going on, you know, and it's not these guys' fault. It's just, this is just where I found myself and where we all found ourselves. So I am walking closer to the house and I am feeling angry. I definitely, I'm, I'm very, and there again, the mindfulness practice really helped because I knew that I was angry. And in fact, I will admit that it, it, it literally ran through my head. I had this notion that I realize right now I'm feeling very, very, very desiring of, or desirous of wanting to vent my frustration to one or more of these guys. And I knew it. And I knew that it was, it was very likely that I was going to do it. And there again, the, the beautiful part about this is I was aware of it. Now think about what this would have been like if I would not have been aware of it. I know I can I can almost guarantee that I would what I would have said to these guys would have been way 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 worse than what I actually ended up saying. And there again, I'm not proud of what I did, but essentially, in it with a smile on my face, I sort of it, there again. It's it's almost like a passive aggressive thing. I was talking to a couple of them. And I expressed some anger, but it was with a smile on my face. So it was very disingenuous. It's like I needed, and there again, that's the mindfulness aspect of this. That's where it's important. I, you know, I was aware, not probably in the moment as it happened, but very quickly after I realized what I was really up to. This is what this was really all about. I needed these guys to understand that I wasn't happy. Somehow I needed to get that point across. I knew in the moment that it wasn't going to change anything. They needed to do what they needed to do. But what's beautiful about this is, is that I ended up, and it was embarrassing. I, you know, the, the fact that, I mean, I didn't yell and scream at them, but I did express very vociferously or very loud, not loudly, but I made sure they understood that I was angry and that I was frustrated, not at them, but at the situation. I needed them to know for some silly reason I needed them to know that this was inconveniencing me to a point where I was now not comfortable anymore. And it seemed so childish and it seemed so ridiculous. And after I did it, it was embar- I was embarrassed. It was literally, and there again, the mindfulness that has been that I have practiced over the years helped me deal with that as well. Because first of all, one as soon as I said what I said, I knew it. There was no escaping it. I was aware, and once that awareness is online, it's almost like there's no going back. Once you're aware of something, you can't not be aware of it anymore. There's no, there's no way to turn back. And I knew what I had done. I there was no, there was no mystery to this. I had, you know, made a, a in, in my mind, in some ways, I'd made a fool out of myself. I literally had acted in a ridiculous fashion, and I'm not going to beat myself up too much about it because, first of all, I've done that enough already. 
But when I say that, I kind of say that jokingly because when it came right down to it, when I walked in the house, I knew that I that there was no need for me to have said what I said to these guys. And while it was not disrespectful, it was not hurtful in any way, it was just me kind of making a joke but also expressing anger through trying to be humorous. And I know they knew what I was doing too. I know it had to have been obvious. And there was no need for it. And those guys work hard enough. That's the last thing they really needed was to have someone expressing their you know frustration and anger because they were inconvenienced and had to walk a few blocks. So then I felt very quickly after I had a moment or two to reflect on this that there was a tremendous amount of shame, feelings of shame and embarrassment. And I started beating myself up emotionally. But there again, the beautiful part is again, and I feel like I've said this hopefully not too many times, the awareness was online and I realized that this was not going to do any good whatsoever. I knew that there was, you know, that that sitting around replaying this over and over in my head, you know, seeing and hearing over and over again how unbelievably ridiculous I had acted was not going to really change anything. It certainly wasn't going to make me feel better about myself. It certainly was not going to help me cope with the things that I needed to deal with in life that particular moment in that particular day. So it gave me an opportunity to kind of disengage. I no longer needed to tell myself this story that I was this angry person that just made a fool out of myself and how I felt like I never wanted to leave the house again until those guys were gone. And I know that seems sounds silly, and I'm 54 years old, and yet it sounds childish, it sounds silly, but it's so human. And so I was able to, because I was aware that this was all really just nothing more than internal reactions to things that were going on around me. It really was not a tragedy. It really was not the end of the world. Even though it felt really, really bad in the moment, I was able to get some perspective and, and really wrap my head around the fact that this was just some silly human drama. It's all it really was. And I would not have been able to do that had I not practiced mindfulness prior to this. And I also had to extend some compassion and understanding to myself as well because I needed to be able to sit with the fact that I, I was, I'm human. I acted in this ridiculous fashion, what I, and I'm saying this about myself, not in a way of beating myself up, but that's, that's what I chose to do, and there's, there was no changing it. And so I really stopped in my tracks. The awareness really stopped me in my tracks, and I just sat there for a moment. Actually, I was standing, but I kind of, what I refer to psychically is I sat in it. I just allowed whatever had happened to it. I mean, it, it happened whether I wanted to accept it or not. But here I, you know, there I was. And it's like I literally said that to myself, here I am. And by saying that to myself, I realized I could really just be present in the fact that I had, you know, acted in a way that I wish I wouldn't have. And then I had the opportunity to catch myself feeling bad about myself. And I decided that there was no point in doing that either. I wasn't trying to stop it. But what I did was I realized that whatever thoughts I was having about myself were, were not helping the situation at all. They were not going to help me cope with life as it was right where I found myself. I was not going to be able to work effectively. I was not going to be able to discharge my responsibilities to other people. I was not going to be able to take care of anyone that I wanted to be responsible for taking care of. 
and I was not going to really feel like I was moving on in life until I allowed myself to accept the fact that this was, you know, this is just something that happened and I didn't need to get caught up in it and I didn't need to overthink it and overanalyze it. And I, and I also didn't need to wish it was any different because I can wish that it was, that it would have been different and that I would have acted differently. But in some ways that just begins to become like an emotional torture of some sort. And I don't know if anyone can identify there. Sometimes we can get so wrapped up in wishing that we had acted differently, that we would have been a different person in a previous moment or a prior moment. And there's no way to change history. What's done is done. As my mother used to always say to me when I would be struggling with wishing that I could go back and change something, but there's no way to change it. So all I really had was that moment. I knew that I had work to do. I knew that I could not just, you know, go and lay in bed and pull the covers over my head and give up. I needed to figure out a way how to stay in the game. I needed to be able to be in life. I needed to be here, and I could not withdraw from it, even though I wanted to very, very badly. And it seems silly over something is what does could seem, on one at one perspective, you know, very trivial. So what I decided to do was the hardest thing. I decided to cope with it. I decided to just let those feelings run their course, let the thoughts that I was having run their course, but I was no longer going to actively engage in them. I was no longer going to repeat this this moment in time that happened over and over again to watch myself feeling like I, you know, trying to consider myself a failure, trying to beat myself up about it. I decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. And then what's interesting is right about that moment, I realized, you know, the one thing I can do is I can go out and apologize. And that's exactly what I did. And it, in a lot of ways, it was very awkward. It felt silly because I'm sure it wasn't as big of a deal to them as it was to me. But I think it also allowed me, from a mindful coping standpoint, there was something that I could actively do that was positive. And whether it seemed trivial to them or not, what is important is that I just made the effort to do it. And there was no mountaintop moment. They just kind of looked at me and thanked me for the apology. I don't know really what they thought about me. But then again, if I'm going to get wrapped up in worrying and speculating about what those guys think about me. They may, you know, for all I know, they may think I am, you know, you know, I have no idea. I don't even want to say. I started to just use some examples, but it really doesn't. I can't, I don't think I can even think of anything. It's really, what's really important is that I did what I, what I, what my heart led me to do. And the only way I could have done it is to have been what I refer to as coping mindfully. Because all those things, while all, all of it, the entire situation was trivial at best. We find ourselves sometimes getting tripped up in things like this and it really has the ability to get us to where we go off the road so to speak or we go off into the weeds so to speak. You know, we veer off of the highway, we veer off the road and we end up somewhere we don't want to be and that very likely is somewhere where we are living in the past, beating ourselves up about something we did in the past blaming other people, blaming ourselves, whatever it is. It's all really just a head trip. It's all really just a mind game. And the only way I've ever been able to extricate myself from all that tangled web of internal reactions, overthinking, overanalyzing, speculating about what other people think, 
of me and when how I acted and what I did or didn't do, how I didn't meet my own expectations, how I didn't meet their expectations, that I disappointed them, I disappointed myself. As you can see, this goes on and on and on. It's almost like a bottomless pit. If I really want to indulge in this and really get caught up in it, I can spend hours and days, weeks and months and years in this place if I decide to do that. If that's what I really want to do, it's, it's very easy. I, I have proven that to myself too many times to speak of here. But it's really just a matter of being mindful of the fact that, yes, sometimes we are going to be frustrated. We are going to lose our patience when we are inconvenienced, when people hurt our feelings, when things don't go the way that we had hoped, when we're disappointed, whatever it is. And if I'm not careful, if I'm not, be, if I'm not trying to sustain that awareness through this practice, and that's really all I have to do. It's, it's interesting in that in each moment, I don't have to remember to be aware because then if I'm just focused on remembering to be aware, then that just becomes something that I'm doing and it just becomes some kind of forced habit that I'm trying to engage, you know, trying to indulge and engage in. And it really, for me, never worked. The only way I can do anything sustainably and reliably is to practice doing it because at the end of the day, it's just a human development issue, a human developmental issue. I just have to practice being a certain way in order to have a greater likelihood that I'm going to be that way when things get tough, when I lose my center, when things aren't going my way, when I am acting in a way that I wish that I wouldn't and feel bad about. And then hopefully I will be in a position where I don't have to apologize because I won't have anything to apologize for. And then I don't have to put myself through all the gyrations of taking all these blows to my self-esteem and to, you know, who I think that I am because I really don't need to be that caught up in it. What I really need to do, at least and this is just me speaking for me, is I just need to be more aware because I, ha- I know that just like, just like everyone does, I've got the tools to cope and I have the ability to cope. I just have to practice coping. And for me, the only way to do that is to cope mindfully. Those two things really are, I can't have one without the other. Because if I just practice mindfulness, then I'm just practicing mindfulness and being aware just for the sake of being aware. There's really no purpose in it other than just being aware for awareness's sake. Whereas if I'm doing it in a way to cope, then it really does have, you know, it's applicable in the real world where I live with everyone else, where it's all happening, where life really is, so that I can hopefully be a better human being Hopefully I can be more compassionate towards others and towards myself. And hopefully when I get off track and do or say things I wish that I wouldn't, that I can cope with that and try to make it right in the best way I can and move on and just do my best. Because that's really ultimately where life is at for me. And I know that I've talked to enough people who feel the same way. And it's just, they're again, very, very grateful for the practice. And it's available to any of us. And that's the beautiful part about it as well.